right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. Casey, we are here at the end of Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. Super Wild Card Weekend. I hope you are super right now. Doing, uh, doing okay. <laughs> super. Uh, yeah, I think, well, this weekend, I think I spent the most time outside of my house in a long time. Oh, yeah. Maybe we did uh, I had a little family get together, had a little kids thing, had a little soccer thing for myself. Uh, out of the house a lot, stu- and combine that with a lot of football watching. So um, we'll talk, I think, a little bit about the kid thing and how that related to football in a little bit, but doing pretty well. And then a uh, busy weekend led to needing to record on a Monday. So here we are on a Monday. Here we are. Here we are. I think we should maybe stop acting like it's snacks and just like, <laughs> totally on purpose. We plan these things because we're professional. Totally, yeah. Way in advance. How are you? Are you super? In this I'm super. super. No. I I am super. Also had a busy weekend of watch football. I was the uh, the lone parent this weekend. Oh, as other parent had their had the uh, weekend off with friends, which is cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was busy with that, entertaining, building Legos, and watching football. Yeah. Building Lego footballs? No. More of a... <laughs> that's too much. I can't That's way that. too much. Yeah, yeah. That's way too much. But not a bad idea. Maybe Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Well, good to hear, Mo. Let's dive into it. Start, as we always yeah. do, with our Badgers. Uh, and all we have, I think, this week is basketball. Uh, the Badgers continue their, continue their meteoric rise up the polls, beat Ohio State. They're all the way up to eighth place, uh, eighth ranks, Marlo. Yeah. And, man, does that make me nervous? Yeah. I should just, I should just enjoy it. You should. I but can't. I, it makes me nervous. When I saw that, I did the same thing. I was like, whoop, danger zone. <laughs> we officially hit the danger yeah. zone. And it's, it's, it's pretty early, too. It's like... You know, we're in mid mid January. I like to see this ride is like mid February going into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the thick of this, but hey, here we are. Let's try yeah. to enjoy it. I, I, we're going to be here for each other to try to enjoy it. It's very weird because if we weren't ranked this high, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yes. But now that we are, I'm like, oh no! Like it, it, it makes me nervous. But I, I, I think the argument is there. And like I said, I'd be pissed if you know you kind of look at the rankings and and we wouldn't be there uh, with the big win um, over Purdue two weeks ago, and then the uh, com- uh, let's say comfortable win over Ohio State. Uh, obviously, I had to do hard work, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that more in a minute. But ranked eighth, but. Then, you know, I can't, of course, just enjoy this. I can't, you yeah. know, it makes me nervous. I have to see the BPI ranking and the Ken Palm rankings absolutely disrespecting Wisconsin, which is absolutely hilarious because last year it was the complete <laughs> opposite when Wisconsin's yep. struggling. Um, it, it had us way ranked way higher than we, we, we should have been, and obviously then we were in the AP poll because I don't think we were ranked in the AP poll at all, uh, at least towards the middle of the season, at least at this point in the season. Uh, so I was pointing out, you know, Ken Palm and VPI being like, look, no, we're still good. And now this year I'm doing the exact opposite. So that's, uh, I guess, uh, ironic karma, something, one of those things. One of those things. One I don't know. Things. Yeah. Uh, water finding its level. Yeah. There you go. I, I'm still never like, are there people that truly understand Ken Palm? Like, like, don't pretend they just like, but they truly understand Ken Palm. I mean, Ken Palm probably does. I don't know. Maybe. I, I think people understand the individual um, like metrics or whatever, like adjusted offense or adjusted defense. But when you put it into the algorithm and it spits out a ranking, yeah, yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't know that they anybody yeah. <laughs> knows any, that aside. Any talking head, that's, you're exactly right. Any talking head is just like, yeah, and they picked out like two statistics from yeah. the Ken Palm and talk about, like over-talk that. It's like, yeah, but what does that mean? Yeah. It, well, with Ken Palm, at least you can sit here, and I, so I can look at it and go, okay, this is where they have our offense, our defense, this. Our, yeah. I, the only thing I can see in it is that our luck is like 10th in the country at a point one five seven. but mm-hmm. my understanding is that just takes into account preseason rankings, and it's like we're the, one of the most surprising teams in the country, yes. so they attribute that to luck as opposed to, you know, maybe they were wrong in the beginning. Right. Wisconsin's, <laughs> Wisconsin's actually overperforming what we thought they would, but everything else looks really good in it except for... Except for that luck. But the BPI, you look at it, they give you two things. Well, they give you three things. BPI, okay, four things, sorry. Win-loss record, BPI rank. So BPI has us, I just lost it, 29th. 
And then they give you two things, strength of schedule rank and SOR rank, which means, I don't know, I'm hovering over it. <laughs> it's not working. I don't know what it is. But we're eight and two in those two things. So, like, anything you go by, granted, they're only giving us, you know, these four things, 29th is ludicrous, but yet that's where we are. So I just, you know, there's a lot of complaining out there. I just wanted to add to it uh, to yeah. complain that BPI kept I'm not respecting us. And everybody just kind of says, hey, but, you know, they're the computers and you can't, you know, it's just objective. No, it's not. People, no. make, the, people make the algorithms. It's not yeah. objective. Yeah. You can't make an algorithm that's called luck without having some objectivity. Yeah. In. yeah. I mean, or subjective. Yeah, it is. Well, I guess technically it is objective in that it's sure. measuring the same things, but the 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 way that it's put together is subjective. And like you said, adding that look aspect is a subjective thing that is calculated objectively. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, enough complaining about numbers. Nobody cares. That was probably really boring, but I just wanted to complain about it and maybe bring myself back down a little bit off this number eight ranking, but. We'll, we'll see. I should just enjoy it. I'm going to try to enjoy it uh, while I can enjoy how well they've been playing. And how well they've been playing has included beating uh, Ohio State. So the revenge game, uh, obviously Wisconsin, one of Wisconsin's two losses. By the way, our two losses at, I think, then 23rd ranked Ohio State. Now uh, they're probably around there then. I don't know what they are now. Um, but they were 16th when we played them uh, recently at home and against Providence without our best player. So... I mean, as far as "quote unquote" good losses go, all right. I'm complaining about Ken Palm and BPI. <laughs> <laughs> the revenge game, Marlo, uh, and that's what it it felt like. A near. I, I don't think we ever trailed, but we didn't trail. Uh, here, I'm trying to look at it now. I think we were tied at three, and then from then on, didn't trail. Um, so a wire to wire victory, uh, and I I don't want to say easy, but it almost a never in doubt. Never in doubt game because every time Ohio State made a run, Wisconsin had an answer. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm coming to the conclusion that Wisconsin, we can go up by 20 on any team. Yeah. We can also give up 20 on any team. Give up 20 point leads on any yeah, team. Yeah, we can also give up 20 in a, in a heartbeat. And that's just the way, that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, but this game. I think we call it wire. It like never was was easy, but right, never was in doubt. Um, the only thing that kind of that was in doubt was like Jay Davis not having his his A game, mm-hmm. which. But then we were. This was the game where the rest of the players, where the rest of the bench and the rest of the starters came out and and played well around him. Yeah, and that's one. You know, we talk about home versus road for this team. I think this is what we're starting to see. Is that the, you know, I. Johnny Davis needs to be the guy to step up on the road uh, like he did at Purdue uh, with the 37 points. But when we're at home and Johnny Davis is off, we can still win games. Uh, Brad Davison, well, I guess before the wire-to-wire victory, it did get close a couple times, six points, uh, I, got, I I think partway through the second half, and then again six points when uh, Ohio State went on the late run. And in both those instances, Johnny Davis had a play or a shot to kind of put it away yep. and missed it. So that... You know, made me very nervous, but we had other players step up. Brad Davison hit a huge three-pointer. He was a sharpshooter uh, all night. He ended up, uh, let me get to the stats, he ended up with 25 points, and I think it was 4-6 from three. Uh, wait, oh, that's Ohio State. Yeah, 4-6 from three, 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Uh, so his shooting kind of pushed it back up over the edge at one point. And then another point was uh, Tyler Wall's steal and dunk, which was... Uh, that got me up off the couch, Marlo, and I was uh, doing the the uh, flex in front of my son, and he's like, "What are you doing? I'm watching a cartoon, <laughs> and you're watching on your phone." So that was a, that was a fun moment uh, in our household. So I'll catch the ball, AJ Green. That's incomplete. Come on. Okay, sorry. We're I should mention we're recording during the the Rams Cardinals game. So yeah, that's what I'm reacting to. Uh, so those other. Uh, other players were able to step up in the game, uh, Tyler Wall, and uh, what did I say, Brad Davison, uh, to to kind of seal it or push it back up when it got close. Right. Yeah, on night on night for Davison. The, the uh, Wall, what a game! What a game by Wall. Uh, he's starting to get a little bit of swagger, right? I think it was at least playing in in home at uh, the Cole Center. Um, yeah. 
the guy's getting he's getting he's getting a little swaggerlicious. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing yet, but I'll take it for right now as long as they're winning. <laughs> yeah, he is he is getting a little let's at least say confidence to him mm-hmm. uh in, in his game, uh which it, which is great to see. Uh and yeah, I guess the last thing I'll say is even in an off shooting night, Johnny Davis, four of eighteen, one of five from three. He was able to get the three throw line a couple times, five of six. So still finding a way to score. Ended up with fourteen points in what seemed like a, felt like a really tough night for him, uh, but was able to get yeah. At least it, the, isn't that great? That's where we're at though. Oh, Johnny Davis had an off night. He had fourteen points, yeah. a few rebounds. Totally terrible game. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the things when I was listening to the uh, comments from Matt LePay during the game, um, he said how. The other players were able to step up because of the attention that Johnny Davis was getting. Yeah. Uh, you know, Davis and as we mentioned, being able to get open, hitting those shots, uh, and, and Wall uh, in the paint. So it was, you know, I think that's we saw that in um, what was the game we had we had last week? Shoot, I'm blanking on it. Uh, in the Maryland game, where he kind of I don't want to say struggled, but you know, the defense is definitely keen up on him. So it's you know great to see those players get. In position uh, or get the chances and take advantage of the of those opportunities. I don't know how they're calling this a catch. <laughs> I don't, who knows what a catch is anymore? Uh, anything else on uh, beating Ohio State? No, it's good. Good win. I love the revenge. Got back. Made sure that it was. I mean, that was a terrible game. The first game we played him against, so <laughs> it was good to get that win. Yep. On our court. All right. Looking ahead to next week uh, on Tuesday. So tomorrow night we are. At the dreaded Northwest Northwestern, uh, they got that long turf there. Uh, but Northwestern, uh, actually, we're this week we're playing both the teams in the biggest upset over the weekend uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Big Ten basketball, if not college basketball. Well, I guess Baylor lost, right? So uh, <laughs> Northwestern beat Michigan State. So Northwestern coming fresh off of a win at the Izone uh, in Michigan State, and Wisconsin going into. I should have gone back and looked. It at least feels like a place of horrors, but um, I don't have the stats to back that up. But definitely <laughs> feel, has that feel, right? It just it just has a feel. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much of that carryover is from football. <laughs> yeah, because I think about I like, try to think of the games like any bad games in basketball, but I, nothing's coming to my head. Maybe I blocked them out. Maybe I yeah. just blacked them out, and they're they're not there. But Still, not the same environment that you're used to, to going on other Big Ten venues on the road or the Cole Center. Um, and obviously, Northwestern just went into one of the one of the good uh, one of the great venues in the Big Ten and came out with the win against the Michigan State team. Yeah, without uh, Pete Nance too, their their best player, so they were somehow able to pull that off. Really, uh, really was Boo Booey, who is either great or terrible. It feels like. <laughs> He was great in that game, so that's kind of how I think they were able to do it. Uh, Michigan State also played really poorly, shot really poorly. I guess some of that's probably Northwestern's defense, right? Uh, but yeah. going in, perhaps going to get in against in against a tougher Northwestern team, perhaps than we were expecting. They are sitting two and four in the conference uh, with losses against Maryland in double overtime at Ohio State. Lost to Penn State and Michigan State uh, at home. That's our last five. The Matchup predictor from the BPI that hates us has uh, Northwestern with a 57% chance to win. That feels crazy. 57? Yeah. That feels crazy. It does, especially when we'll talk about the Michigan State game. Um, mm-hmm. But got to go in and get points. Northwestern likes to slow it down. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Wisconsin normally a team that likes to do that, right? But we're playing with a little bit more of a tempo uh, tempo this year. As I say that, we're ranked... Uh, 246 in Ken Palm in adjusted <laughs> tempo. I just had it open. I had it open, Marlo. I just wanted mm-hmm. to I had it open. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not great. It's not great as far as tempo goes. Not that no. more tempo necessarily means good. Anyway, where's Northwestern? Are they even in this? Let's find where they are. North yeah, but Northwestern trying to slow it down just needs yeah. to be more more efficient, take uh, take better shots. Yeah. They're 154, so they have a better tempo mm. than us, so never mind. Look at that. That doesn't feel right. From the one and a half Northwestern games I've watched and the Badger games I've watched, it doesn't feel right, but okay. Right, we'll Ken go with Pong. that. Ken must Pong. not lie. Who knows? Yeah, it's objective. It's a statistic. Must be true. All right. Uh, so that's Tuesday. I gotta have it. If they win uh, with the uh, Purdue beating Illinois tonight, Badgers will be tied for the lead. I think it'll be a three or four way tie. <clears throat> 
in the lead uh, for the Big Ten. So that's pretty cool. So something pretty significant to play for there. Then on Friday, weird Friday night game, hosting Michigan State. As you mentioned, coming off, uh, they did call it incomplete. Coming off that loss to Northwestern, they will be playing uh, nobody until our game. So a long time to stew on that. That doesn't feel great. Nope. But that's nope. the Friday night matchup. And Zoe probably has the if shoulder pads out with the uh, football oh. pads. We're going to start seeing some of those highlights in the uh, middle of the game. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, Northwestern did have 17 offensive rebounds. <laughs> it seems Ooh. insane yep. uh, against Michigan State. Uh, and this is where I talked. The BPI uh, weirdly has us favored. Uh, I don't have it now. Let me click on the link again. To win again, we're hosting, so it's home. So it might be just a home road thing. But we have a sixty-three percent chance to beat Michigan State. Doesn't make okay. any sense. Doesn't, Doesn't make any sense. No Michigan sense. State twenty-second. Okay, never mind. I'm doing too much of this. I'm doing too much of Ken Palm. Got to get off of it. <laughs> Ranked eighth of the country. Let's just enjoy it. Um, yeah. I think Northwestern got to be a gritty road win, uh, and Michigan State got to take home advantage of that home court advantage, like we did against uh, Ohio State this week. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you would like to see this. I, this is. I don't think this is. This isn't the the stretch where you let a game down. Like Northwestern should be again at home against Michigan State. Absolutely need to have. Uh, we're in the, like, like I said, we're in the danger zone. Much Whoa. hope. Hey, a lot of hope. Eighth. Don't get too don't don't get too far ahead. What are you looking at? A schedule over there. That's my oh, thing. My That's goodness. my my thing is. is oh my at goodness! What was right. that? Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't see it yet. Well, you're ahead of me. Oh man. Right. All right. Uh, elsewhere in the Big Ten, uh, Purdue beat Illinois today, which I didn't realize until well, I didn't realize the game was happening until about halfway through the second half. Like, I know a lot of people have off on MLK Day and all that, but like, yeah, uh, that was a Matthew Stafford throw there. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, what the hell was that? Um, but it really, I mean, these are probably with Wisconsin, <laughs> two of the best teams. In the Big Ten, and it was just on like a Monday afternoon. It, it felt like it gave the mat, dealt the matchup a little bit of an injustice to how uh, big of a matchup it is in the Big Ten. I don't know. It was primetime MLK Day basketball. I mean, it's kind of a big I don't deal. Know. I don't know. I had to work, so <laughs> I came home. I took a late lunch to watch the end of it, and then I went in double overtime. So mm. not. Uh, not ideal. Not ideal as far as uh, getting back to work on time. But, you know, had to had to watch it. It was a good game. Pretty one, which I think is what I was rooting for. Mm-hmm. Right? Illinois was undefeated in the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue already has two losses, so that felt like the right way to root. But anytime Edie did anything good or Stevanovich, it felt it felt really bad to cheer for them as it was doing it. So, uh, but I think that was the right move. All right, that's it for college basketball. Um, I think <laughs> anything else you got on college basketball or the Wisconsin Badgers? Gonzaga's back to number one. Yeah, that's annoying. Uh, but that's it. So I got. I don't know why I was annoyed by. I was scared by the number eight, and I was annoyed by the number one. Yeah, uh, number one in Ken Palm too. By the way, <laughs> God. So there you go. They've had <laughs> they've had bad luck. Because I don't know, I got to learn what that look thing means. All right, uh, let's move out of college into the pros, Marlo. As you mentioned, Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, is it always going to be Super Wild Card Weekend going forward? I think that's what it, I think it's always going to be Super Wild Card Weekend. That's dumb. <laughs> you don't like it? No, it hey, feels. Hey. It's just Wild Card Weekend. If it if no, it's super because you have it's super because it's new. And you get if it's three days. always super, and you then get three it, days of games. But then it, so it's, it's super. It doesn't. It's dumb if that's just the way it is. <laughs> the Super Bowl is a Super Bowl because it's special. It's important. If it, it if every game was the Super Bowl, what's next? And we crown a champion. It just this is the divisional round. Is it divisional? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's not, no. It's nothing <laughs> super. This is the only super except the Super Bowl. I don't know. I, it might be. I have no idea. I can see them keeping it. Super I think they will, and it's dumb. <laughs> I'm going to go on the record that it's dumb, and starting next year, it should just be uh, the wild card weekend. All right. Like in college basketball, it's not the first four. It's the first round of the tournament. 
<laughs> Wait, no, they, it's the first round of the tournament. They call it the first round, right? No, no, they changed that. It, they, at one point, they? they called it the first round, and now they changed it to the first four, and then the first round. All right, now I mixed up my complaint because I don't remember what my complaint was. It shouldn't count as a tournament win. <laughs> it's a play-in game. That's my complaint. There you go. There we go. That doesn't really equate to Super Bowl, I guess. So whatever. They shouldn't call it that. All right. Uh, I guess the main question everybody has about the Super Weekend is, uh, do we really need these seven seeds in here? Was it a mistake to add the seven seeds, Marlo? Uh, and the reason everybody's talking about that is the Bucks crushed the Eagles. The Chiefs crushed the Steelers. Where do you stand on that, Marlo? Um... I like do you it. do you stand on it anywhere? I don't stand on it. I don't see what's wrong with it. I don't see what's wrong with the seven seeds. The seven seeds, yeah, it gets it gets more teams in. It gets me to watch, like have more football to watch. Why am I going to complain about that? Uh, why am I complain about an extra chance for my lonely Bears to make it into the playoffs? Mm. Uh, I can't complain about that. So, no, I think it's fine. I I, I mean, there were. I mean, the, the Bills-Pats was a blowout. That wasn't because they were seven. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't because they were seven teams. Yeah, these things happen. These things happen. I, I bet you. I don't know. Did you go look at schedules? I bet you, if you look Ooh. back, the first even more, like not. I mean, there's a lot of blowouts in the wild card before this. Oh yeah, there have definitely been blowouts. I didn't go back and, and look yeah. or necessarily stand on it, but I think you hit the point in the head. Blowouts happen, and yeah. I think this. Season might it may I mean may or may not be right. There still may be blowouts, but like these two teams specifically, the Eagles and uh, the Steelers, mm-hmm. just happen to sneak into the playoffs because of the failure of other teams to win. Yeah. Maybe not the Eagles, I can't remember, but Pittsburgh definitely right. Yep. And because um, if the the Chargers win, and then if the Chargers win, then you have. Uh, not Pittsburgh in, right? Like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh doesn't back in. The Eagles don't back in, uh, and the Eagles were just a horrible matchup for, um, or the Bucks. Excuse me, were a horrible matchup for the Eagles. There is a, a world in which it's the uh, the Saints instead, who already beat the Buccaneers and would definitely give them a better game. So I think it's just the circumstance of these two teams and just kind of their their matchup. In this specific game, I don't think it's necessarily an indictment of the seven seeds. Because if it was Chargers-Chiefs, I don't remember if that was a possibility, but let's pretend it was. If it was Chargers-Chiefs, that would have been amazing. An amazing game. Uh, I think it would have been... I can't remember who would have been the seven seed. We did this last week, and I can't remember now. Um, the But my favorite part, and I guess the only part I want to talk about the Bucks eagles game, other than what I've already said, was uh, when Aikman had enough... And he was just annoyed of being there, and he was complaining about how he didn't get to do the Cowboys 49ers game. I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> you could just tell it was it was palpable, and he made some comments about how he was done with it and whatnot, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, there we go. I was rooting for both the upsets; they didn't happen. All right, uh, let's go to s- the non seven seed games, and probably the closest game I guess 49ers Cowboys was close too but uh, Bengals Raiders by um, a couple yards right the closest game of the weekend Bengals defeating the Raiders uh, first Bengals victory in their playoff victory in 31 years they did they sent out the send the tweet uh, tweet I guess <laughs> referencing or send the text excuse me tweet that uh, referenced what we talked about last week how it text messages weren't invented oh my Got another interception. Um, <laughs> Cardinals. Uh, that texting didn't exist the last time they won a playoff. Um, Why is with these terrible interceptions? I don't. It's just making me sad and a blowout, and not in a <laughs> not in a seven seed game. Um, but yeah, I, I was rooting for the Bengals the whole way. I re- I think I realized why Derek Carr bothers me, okay. and he's not the only one who does this. But it feels like he gets a lot of pass interfer- defensive pass interference calls or uh, defensive penalties. And he mm. always celebrates as if he did it. <laughs> you know, Mahomes does this too, and it kind of bothers me a little bit when he does it. But, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's on them. I got it. I did it. And it, for, with him, it really, I think that's why he bothers me. Because he celebrates it as if he created it, which he kind of did, but also, you know, 
kind of didn't, and it annoys me. So there we go. That's why I hate, or I don't hate. I'm annoyed with Derek Carr. Ann was rooting for the Bengals, and uh, Joe Burrow was good enough to pull this uh, off. How I don't know. People seem to be very high on Joe Burrow's performance. He it was, was good. Good Not enough good. for the refs to assist in his greatness. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe... Are you... Are you, are you, are you referring... The ref side? Are, are you, you the ref side in this I'm one? going to... You know, I love the refs. I love the refs. The refs are great. So the okay, the refs were wrong, but it didn't matter (laughs) because it didn't it didn't change the play. It happened, and it didn't. It happened so late in the play. I understand the rule, right? The rule is they should have come back and 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 replayed that down. I get it, but that the whistle did not affect the outcome of that play. So by rule, they were wrong. Okay. I don't know. The whistle blew when the ball was like a foot away from the wide receiver's hands. The defender was already like jumping up because they blew the assignment. Like he was jumping in the air vertically because they blew the assignment. It didn't. It didn't affect the play whatsoever. Um, that said, it should have been replayed, uh, and I can see why Raiders would be upset. Raiders fans would be upset. Uh, everyone else kind of seemed like the rest of the game was poorly officiated. I don't did. I didn't. It didn't really feel like that to me. But maybe I was. To into the Bengals winning or something. I don't know. It didn't seem that poorly officiated overall, except for that obvious thing. Yeah. Do you think they should have replayed the down because of the rule? I mean, they uh, should have. I shouldn't say that. They should have. They should have replayed the down for sure. For sure. I just. Um, I've never seen so much coverage on a t- on a a playoff uh, squad that's not moving on. Like the play- playoff. The playoff ref squad that didn't <laughs> it got eliminated from the playoffs like it, you know it, it happens yeah. every year right because there's less games each week right yeah so i never like this is the first time like it's an actual story and people were like writing about it i thought that yeah. was interesting uh, a lot of coverage uh and it was in like the second quarter yeah. right had yeah. very much shades of iowa complaining about the foul on brad davison's three-pointer like right before halftime it's like there was a lot of game left and yeah, that benefited the Bengals, and yeah, that call benefited Wisconsin, but that's not why they won the game, I don't think. There was a lot that, that happened after that that, that led to that. Um, but happy for the Bengals, happy for Joe Burrow. Hope uh, hope they keep winning, in my opinion. We'll talk about that more in a bit. All right, Bills, Pats. Um, I guess, how did you take this in, Marla? Were you uh, just enjoying it what well, I, I, I um oh, what happened was i had it on yeah okay i blinked oh no and the game was over did you was hear good. um mike tomlin warn about this no he warned people not to blink he doesn't want people to have eyelids Ooh. i think more or less i'm paraphrasing maybe a little bit i don't remember the exact quote uh <laughs> but he made some comment about his comment was essentially like you blink on kansas city's offense and they score 21 points on you which is exactly what happened in their game <laughs> literally um, literally but he told people not to blink so you were not listening to mike tomlin my bad uh on this one my so bad. maybe bad. next time anyway you blinked yeah, and what happened but i blinked it was over <laughs> and it was hilarious i thought it was hilarious uh yeah. the whole time I, for some reason before the game you know i was like this is it this is where like Belichick's gonna find a way to win, and he's gonna like have this weird run with this like crap roster team, mm-hmm. and this is where it's gonna happen. And then just getting blown out to oblivion was 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 hilarious to me. It was. I did enjoy it a lot. Um, just the Pats getting crushed. I thought I was worried when it was so cold that it was gonna be a little bit like the regular season game in week thirteen or fourteen or whatever that was. Um, that had me a little bit nervous, but I did not have to worry for long. Because the Bills scored on their first seven possessions, <laughs> uh, and they had eight in the game. In the eighth one, uh, your boy Mitch Trubisky just kneeled it down. Where you go, Mitch? But that's there it is. First playoff win. Yeah, I'm going to steal a couple of stats I heard uh, on another podcast. Um, let's make sure you give him I, credit. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> they. Yeah, part of my take definitely needs me to call them out and help them. That's that's for sure. Uh, I Josh Allen had more touchdowns than incompletions. Yes, uh, I did see that. That's pretty good. Uh, they had more touchdowns than uh, third downs. Whoa. Uh, I think it was seven to six or five third downs. Um, yeah, I mean, it was 
about as impressing, impress, impressive of a thrashing as I've seen. It wasn't even a seven scene. <laughs> there we go. Bill's yeah. pants. Yeah, still scoring touchdowns now. It was awesome. It was awesome. Hope they continue next week. All right. Uh, 49ers-Cowboys, the other close game. Uh, the only upset we had this weekend, 49ers holding on to win 26. Uh, I'm sorry, 23-16, to 16, right? Um, it all came down to the final play, or I guess the final play that wasn't Marlowe. And like well, the earlier – go ahead. Yes and no. I mean – the 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 drive before that 49ers had they could have put the game away but they couldn't figure it out they couldn't figure out how to get a yard um, I don't know if the the replay which I think they got right right which gave them a first down initially on the mm. third down play yeah uh, then they weren't able to convert that to first down to give them the ball back so then that sets them up it sets Dallas up for what we all saw as a do you see it as a failure. A failure in strategy or a failure in execution? I mean, it could be. I, I think it could be both. Whatever you want it, whatever you mm-hmm. want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a failure in execution uh, because of the lack of time. Or excuse me, a failure in strategy because of the lack of time left. Uh, but it, it could also be a failure in execution because he took too long to go down and didn't give the ball to a ref. But if the ref wasn't there, I don't know how you do that. So that doesn't bother me too much. Um, so I, I think whatever you want it to be, it can be. You know what I mean? Like you could argue both sides. Both sides are valid. So I guess uh, it was a failure in both. Wow, look at you. I would go failure. I go failure in in the call in the strategy. Look, I go failure in strategy, hundred percent. I mean, that's that was my initial reaction mm-hmm. watching it. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, this was over. And then as, the more I think about it, yeah, you, you could have. And, but look, that is, I don't know. Where I need my stats department to get the percentages on that. Like, what are the percentage of you running it in the middle and being able to get up and snap it with the second left? Like, it, it's the margin of error seemed to be too too wide to yeah. make that call in that in that situation. No, and I think that's a totally valid argument. I mean, I think the only counter would be, hey, if he slid three yards before that, just got the first down, slid, and then you're at the twenty eight instead of the twenty five or wherever they were. That doesn't make a difference, and that saves you a second. You get the you get the snap off and the spike. Both are right, and both are wrong. I, I and believe you, believe you me, Marlo. I uh, take no joy out of Mike McCarthy being in this situation, none whatsoever. Just like when he didn't have the timeout to challenge the the fumble in whatever game that was, I didn't take joy then. I'm taking no joy now in Mike McCarthy having to explain this uh, and defiantly saying that it was the correct call. Absolutely hilarious. Um, by Mike McCarthy. And again, no joy here. No joy. <laughs> Take no joy in this. Well, and it was weird while I'm watching this game, right? Because I don't want to play the 49ers as a Packer <laughs> fan. We'll talk about that in a minute, but that's not ideal. Um, But I guess looking at this, the team I would want to play, like if you could pick a team for the Packers to play, I think I would want to play the Cardinals. But it doesn't look like it's twenty one zero, right? And late in the second, it doesn't look like that would be the option anyway. So, um ers or Rams, you know, kind of a toss up. But I was so I was kind of rooting for um the Cowboys from that regard, just to avoid the Forty ers But then I also felt silly doing that. So that was kind of kind of a weird, uh, I guess, fan pickle to be in during this game. Uh, but did bring me back to. You know, childhood watching this matchup for sure. The uniform matchup, early '90s, 49ers Cowboys. I think they said in the broadcast it was what three or four NFC Championships in a, in a row, and that was kind of like when I first learned what football was. Yeah. And I was I was setting up my football cards and formations and running plays on the couch while I was watching these games. I remember that <laughs> a lot. I loved Jerry Rice back then. He was my favorite player growing up because the Packers weren't necessarily great then. So uh, a little bit of that still left over as well. Um, other funny thing, uh, the stadium, uh, punt hit the scoreboard, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's Sun right. blinded a cowboy wide receiver, hilarious. And then uh, the CBS crew blinded all of America when they showed the, the angle. <laughs> and it's like, this is what he's looking at. And it's just like a solar flare right in your face. That was fun. Um, yeah, 49ers. <laughs> Hold on to win against the Cowboys. <laughs> It's funny that Jerry Jones Stadium kind of effed the Cowboys twice. 
Actually, I don't know <laughs> if the pun effed him or not, but it was funny. Um, him not being able to see definitely effed him. I think it was a third down. I don't remember, but it was funny. All right, that's it for Super Wildcard Weekend. Um, let's look ahead to next week, Marlo. Uh, as we mentioned, Packers now face the six-seeded 49ers as the lowest seed left. Uh, nervous for this matchup. Uh, obviously, we all remember the NFC Championship game from, was that, two years ago now? Yeah, two years ago uh, where we went out to uh, San Francisco or Santa Clara, more accurately, and um, got trounced. Uh, we did kind of avenge that a little bit this year. We went out there and got a victory, although it took a, a failed Jimmy Garoppolo uh, last-minute drive to get that victory, uh, so it wasn't as comfortable as you would otherwise hope. And you kind of look at the 49ers and say, hey, this is a team that can be creative, has a run game, has a physical presence that might hold up well in a cold Lambeau field. Um, That makes me nervous. They also have a pretty poor secondary. An injury riddled, they have the most... Secondary, uh, I should finish that sentence first before I start the next one. you riddled secondary, uh, and they have the most pass interferences. I don't, I didn't look up how much, but it's it's by a lot. They have the most pass interferences. So, uh, you know, if you can get a quick passing game going with Aaron Rodgers, spread out this defense, get Devontae Adams obviously involved. Uh, look, Green Bay doesn't have a, a slouch of a run game um, on their own. You know, with uh, hopefully Aaron Jones being back healthy and AJ Dillon being you know named as quads and all that that's fun. Uh, and on the def- <laughs> on the defensive side, uh, are getting some key pieces back. Jerry Alexander should be back. Zadarius Smith should be back. Um, I thought there was another one that I can't think of on the defensive side. Oh, Campbell should be back. Uh, he was named All Pro. Um, he didn't play in the Detroit game. So pieces coming back on defense. You know, without being out for how, however long, how impactful will they be? I don't know, but the defense has been as relatively good as it's been without them. So I think even if they contribute a bit, will be will be a benefit. Um, so while I don't love the 49ers matchup per se, I, I'm still thinking slash hoping that the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have enough uh, to to put this one away and take advantage of the 49ers secondary. That's that's my take, Marla. What do you what do you got? What are you looking at? Do you want to disagree um, with me on anything? There? I disagree. I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Packers are going to run away with this <sighs> one. Um, don't tease me. <laughs> I mean, I I would say, like you said, it's a, it's an aggressive D, but that's I mean the Packers' approach is perfect for that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers knows how to read a defense that and where to go to the ball, and they have the receivers to key in on on that are on the same page. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's a, I think it's a like a perfect matchup hmm. uh, as far as Green Bay's offense versus 49ers defense. Okay. Yeah. So I guess, geez, I almost fumbled the button. <laughs> These Cardinals, holy man. Um, that's, yeah, and that's yeah, that's what I'm being optimistic about. But it's on the other side of the football where I'm worried. Can they eat up the clock like they did? Kind of against the Cowboys, kind of against Green Bay uh, two years ago. Uh, can they make it that kind of game and then just like spring Debo Samuel? That's what will keep me worried. But, you know, we're the one seed. We're at home. We're undefeated at home this year. Um, it's. It, I feel like we're talented enough to win this game. But that kind of their offense versus our defense matchup has me a little bit nervous. Um, all right. That was a lot talking about Packers 49ers. Uh, yeah. I hope you're. Uh, hopefully not uh, a jinx um, prediction comes true. Yeah. How you uh, how are you going to watch the game Saturday? Oh, yeah, Saturday night. Um, I will probably be home alone in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just like you like it. Just like I like it. And I will try not to wake up any of the sleeping kids. That will be my only plan. If I go to the game without waking up any of the kids, uh, that will be a good game. And the Packers will probably have won. <laughs> so I won't have by a lot, because if it's yeah. close, if it's close, probably, yeah, there will, yeah, there will still be, there will still be yelling, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, so half of it is because I don't, you know, 
I just don't think I'm that pleasant to be around, to be fair. So I'm protecting <laughs> other people, really, from myself. <laughs> oh, we need a live stream. We need a live No, it's, live yeah, it's, a lot of pa- it's a lot of pacing, yeah. a lot of, you know, having soft things around to throw at the ground, you know, that sort of stuff. It's not, yeah. not much to look at. I mean, maybe it's something to look at. It's not... Not something I want to show off, that's for sure. All right, uh, other matchups. I guess let's say in the NFC, uh, I, I don't know. I, it's the Buccaneers versus the Rams at the Cardinals. The Cardinals look like garbage. It just went to halftime. The Rams are up 21-0. to yeah. uh, The let's only the ultimate jinx in here, the Bucks versus the Rams. Yeah, Next well, week. here's the thing. No, I still want to be the Cardinals, right, because I'd rather – I don't know. I don't know who I'm yeah. rooting for in this. Because I think the Rams have a better chance of beating the Buccaneers, which is probably what I should want as a Packer fan. Right, mm-hmm. because I'd rather play the Rams than the Bucks, but I'd rather play the Cardinals. But the Cardinals are going to beat the Bucks, probably. Uh, <laughs> if they play like this, my God. Uh, so let's just assume it's the Rams. Although they did give up what a seventeen point victory last week uh, to the Forty ers Right, that was the last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Rams have the best chance of any team to beat the Buccaneers because of Aaron Donald. And because the way you beat Tom Brady is you quickly get in his face, right? That's, That's what right. we've said all the time. Right. It's just a lot of teams can't do it, but I think the Rams are a team that can. Yeah. Um, I could I could see I could see where you're going with that. I, I think that would be the ultimate key. I, I mean I think the um, I think the Bucks are a better team. Mm-hmm. Nine time, or eight, probably eight times out of ten, seven times out of ten mm-hmm. uh, on this one. But if they can get that, and they do, they do have all sorts of line worries right now. They got people, a couple people hurt uh, in that last game. So yeah, if Errol Dowdle could could cause havoc, the defense gets in Tom Brady's face because you know the only way to beat Tom Brady is hit him in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Rams have a pretty good shot. Although if he does get hit, they get. You know, a rough in the passer call. Yeah, the yeah, penalty he had early in the game against the Buccaneers, the guy just like form tackled him, and they called. Rough, it, oh, made me. I was so mad, and then it didn't matter. So I didn't. <laughs> pick it up. But even if you legally tackle him, they they throw. Yep. They throw. Uh, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo has a sprained right shoulder. Should practice. Uh, okay. Does he still have the broken thumb thing? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I feel like they didn't talk about it at all in the. Cowboys game. All right. Anyway, we're talking about the Buccaneers. I'm distracted by the TV. Uh, all right. Let's, let's assume it's the Rams. I think they have a good shot against the Bucks, like you mentioned. But Bucks probably a better team. Uh, Leonard Fournette didn't play. I assume he'll be back because he was kind of a game time decision um, against the Eagles. Obviously, didn't need him. I assume he'll be back because if he's not, I think that's a pretty significant loss uh, against a better team in what will probably be the Rams. All right. There we go. All right, let's is. move to the AFC. Titans. Yep. Titans, Bengals. Uh, Derrick Henry probably should play. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Rooting for the Bengals, right? Um, I guess. I really don't want to see either of these teams. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I like the AFC. Yeah. I'll root for the Gangles. I'll root for the Gangles. The Bengals. The Gangles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll root for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, just because Titans are boring, you know, I can't I can't sit there and watch them playing an AFC Championship game with a possibility of going to the Super Bowl. That would just ruin my day. So yeah. I'll, I'll go with I'll go with the Bengals on this one. I'm going to kind of reverse um, my thought process here because, okay. well, I think the Titans have a better chance of beating the Bills or Chiefs than the Bengals do, right? So oh. probably right, maybe okay. no, you don't agree with that? Maybe I, I don't know, maybe. I'm I'm going at that from a, uh, a slow the game down, control the ball, 49ers style type thought process. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Bengals, I don't, I mean, Joe Mixon's been good, but I think if the Bengals win, it's because Joe Burrow and uh, 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 Chase are good. Right. Um, so I, I don't, I just don't think they can sling it with the Bills or the Chiefs. So I probably should want the Titans to win from a, hey, knock off the Packers greatest uh, opponent left thing, but I want to ride the Cincinnati Joe Burrow thing because I think that would be really really fun. Yeah. So there we sure. go. There it is. Expert breakdown by us. It will be really fun. Um, well, if they win, it will be. It'll be crazy. Yeah. They just won their first game in 
31 years. Well, not the first game, the first playoff game, 31 playoff years. Game. That's a long time. All right. Uh, next one. Best one. Best, probably the best matchup. I won't almost say possible, but I think if you get, no, because if you get any of the top two seeds in the Super Bowl, it'll be. It'll be as good. All right. Uh, but definitely best matchup of the week. Most fun matchup, probably. Bills-Chiefs uh, in Buffalo in freezing cold. Well, presumably it will be freezing cold. Um, after watching what the Bills did to the Pats, how they suddenly can kind of run the ball, and obviously the Chiefs being the Chiefs, I'm just excited for this game. That's my, in, that's my, my, my you know, in-depth breakdown. Yeah. Um, do you think? I feel like this is one of the ones where we're going to expect high scoring, and mm-hmm. then it's not, and then it's not. But it could be, but it probably won't be. The Bills. Could be. <laughs> so, the Bills do have a very good scoring defense. They might be number one. Uh, I, I feel like I heard that. Uh, so they do have a very good scoring defense. Uh, but I and the way to beat the Chiefs is just make them throw under and. Um, Make them, you know, work the ball down the field, which they have now become completely fine with, and just are capable of doing. Uh, so, I, I don't know that they'll be able to stop them, but they sure will try to slow them down. But I still think points will be scored uh, in the end. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. I like it. And I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of how the Chiefs stop the Bills, and I guess it's pass rush. I guess it's Chris Jones playing well. You don't want them covering for too long, so it's got to be pass rush, right? Right. Yeah, has to be pass rush. I think it's just going to be high scoring, although the overrunner is going to be insanely high. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, it may be the Bills and Chiefs both, both play this, like, make them dink and, uh, dink and dunk us down the field. Maybe that's what they force to happen. And I think if that does happen, the Chiefs are used to that, whereas the Bills might not be. I don't know. I want the I'm gonna be rooting for the Bills. You're rooting for the Bills. Yeah. Okay. I'd All rather right. not I'd rather not play again, I'd rather not play Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> if I if I can. If I can avoid it. Right. You wanna play Josh Allen? You know he has Com- a rocket arm. Comparatively yes. Okay. Comparatively yes. <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. That's the there next round. That will happen. Uh, so the early game is Titans Bengals on Saturday, then Packers 49ers, then uh, Bucks probably Rams early Sunday, Bills Chiefs, the Sunday night game, uh, as, it, as it should be. <laughs> God. All right. Packers Anything just. Else? Marley, they just haven't played well against 49ers in the playoffs. I have so many bad memories. <laughs> Packers 49ers in the playoffs. <laughs> Just as I said, that three immediately popped to mind, and I wish the I didn't. The TO catch? The TO catch, the Kaepernick game, and oh, yeah, the Kaepernick. them blowing us out. Mm. All right. Who was. No, that was Eagles. Never mind. <laughs> Fourth and 26 was Eagles. Never mind. Eagles. Let's move on. Let's move on. Positive vibes. Positive thoughts only. Positive, Positive thoughts only. Positive, Positive thoughts only. Anything else? Anything else on NFL <laughs> playoffs? Looking forward to. Uh, I don't know. I don't Not looking forward to the second half because Cardinals suck. All right. Yeah, that sucked. There you go. All, All right. right. That's it. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend in the books. Going on to the just, the divisionals, just the Divisionals. Just the Divisionals. Just the Divisionals. I cut this week. So, to wrap us up there, we're going to shoot it off to everyone's favorite segment, Casey's Quarter Kick. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a pass. Oh. I didn't. I did not watch any soccer. Oh. Uh, I think Liverpool beat Brentford 3 uh, 0. I missed it. Um, but Manchester City keeps winning, and uh, De Bruyne is really good. And then I saw a really cute video of him uh, playing tag with his kids on the pitch afterwards, and it was really nice. cute. All right. There we go. Cute videos. Can't beat him. <laughs> can't beat him. You know, hit the dad bone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. The old dad bone. There we go. That's all it. Right. That's all I got. All right, we got any uh, finish up with some throw-ins? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you knew this, Marlo. Uh, after we said there a question if there would be touchdowns in the national championship game, there were touchdowns. Yes. Uh, but Georgia had more of them, and they went on to win the national title. Yeah, it was so, wild. Uh, 
It was a very Florida. entertaining. Congratulations Thoughts to Alabama. Yeah, I hope they recover their long, their long star suffering from this. of yeah. the national title of more than twelve months. Yeah, um, tough. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, betting favorites to win next year. Uh, I think my favorite tweet after w- was this gives any team hope that they can win a national championship as long as they have 19 five-star recruits on the team. <laughs> For reference, Wisconsin has had five in the program's history. Nice. <laughs> Georgia had five, or excuse me, 19 on their team. Um, yeah, it was. It, in the end, was a good game. Uh, you got to wonder if Alabama's wide receiver stays healthy. You know, yeah, if they hang on to win it uh feel good for stenson bennett yeah right not a highly he's, recruited guy like a two-star guy he he he's made some guy. throws he made some throws and he like i said down alabama like i said before um that's credit to michigan machine gave him the confidence <laughs> to make those throws right there you so go congratulations michigan, michigan. Congratulations, michigan. <laughs> is jim harbaugh gonna be go to the nfl Oh yeah, I've heard some rumblings. Um, I hope not. I, if he, how do I want to say this? I've heard some rumblings, and I just don't like any of the fits. But I guess the thought is Jim Harbaugh is good enough; it doesn't matter. Like the Raiders were rumored. Um, I think I heard it with the the Jaguars. The I mean, obviously all of them he's kind of linked with, and it's just like. Really? I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe I'm sleeping on Jim Harbaugh uh, as an NFL coach because he did great things, obviously, in San Francisco. But I just kind of go, I, I don't know if I'm as excited about that. Although, then, I don't know what the alternative is if it's not Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Although, no, Miami, it was linked, but then Miami's uh, owner came out and said, no, we're not, we're not looking at Jim Harbaugh, which seems dumb. Like, why would you do that? Not even looking I at him? Idea. I don't even know. The old, the old switcheroo. Here, look this way so we can give yeah. Harbaugh an offer that way. He finally beat Ohio State, and now he's done. He's moved on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like him at Michigan um, just because, I don't know. It feels good. It feels right. You know, He feels like a Michigan man, as they say. Michigan man. Big Ten guy. Definitely a Big Ten guy. Yeah. It feels right with him there. Uh, so there you go. All right. That's all I got. Any other thrones right. from you? No, I think that's it. That's it for the sports week. What a week. What a week it was. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else there. I will. Uh, we could wrap it up uh, for this week. As always, guys, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJR, Casey at ProfBadgerFan. That's it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Well, until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>